Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, hail with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, uh, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave i'm jd yes no john this week i think he's avoiding our main topic uh so do you you blame him (laughs) (laughs) so in his stead and of course to finish out 90s batman movies we brought in our good friends of course from the gorilla brain podcast we've got 8-bit ray how you doing sir the one and only doing very well thank you dave for having me back for another batman and robin adventure (laughs) and of course (laughs) the one the only the masterful host of the omega level nerds podcast yeah d square <laughs> absolutely the resident expert of the middle age christened by uh jd there i was just waiting for someone to to give me the go ahead and he gave it so the, I am. If, if i am the special werewolf correspondent which i am special. business cards coming in next week you are the expert love it <laughs> did you say business cards are coming in next week yes <laughs> Yes, and 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 you definitely scared into being an expert. <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? You changed Love your uh, Twitter handle and everything. I did. That's what JD said to do. Well, I allowed it. Like you know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting. Like I don't right. like, I don't like people that give themselves like their nickname, like D Square. That was something someone else called me. So I was just waiting. I was just waiting, and boom, it popped, and there we what, go. What was that Seinfeld where George tried to give himself a nickname? <laughs> remember what that was i, I remember T-bone. it but i don't t-bone, T-bone. <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> it's t-bone no no it didn't stick it, something else stuck yeah. i can't remember what it was though now i gotta look it up <laughs> well then while he's looking that up uh start with don how you doing don how was your week my week was really really good i got charged up uh by book of boba fett and so I started playing the Star Wars, the Old Republic MMO again. It's been out for 10 years. I was one of the founding players, but it's still going good. It's still a fun game, and I'm loving it. Uh, how many, yeah. How many, are, how many people are in those servers these days? A lot. A lot. Really? I'm telling you, it's not. Yeah. It's a, fun, it's a fun game, and it's also kind of like Mass Effect, the MMO, too, <laughs> I've heard people say. Yeah. So I don't. it's always been a great game. And my favorite thing about it is that you can play it solo and still have fun. Like it, it is driven by story. Like it's not like a lot of other MMOs where like everything's yeah. in a text box. Like 
you actually go through dialogue with NPCs and it's a good story and you don't need to have a group of people to play through it. So awesome. and give me a give me a Knights of the Old Republic remaster any day. If you love Knights of the Old Republic, you'll like the MMO. George Costanza's nickname was Coco the Monkey. <laughs> Coco. Such a great show until Michael Richards ruined it. You know, but- it is it's hard when people there are times that like shows get ruined. Like I haven't seen it. Not, I forgot about the Michael Richards thing, to be honest with you. But yeah. Um, How I Met Your Mother was like that for me. I really loved that show until the final episode landed with such a that I never watched. Yeah. I've never been able to watch it again because I know it's leading to. So yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> That's why you watch Game of Thrones up until when Jon Snow dies, the show ends. That's how it all ends. You don't watch past that. I am a Game of Thrones apologist. It's a sad <laughs> and lonely island that I live on. All right. Well, since Ray, you don't forgive anything. How are you doing? Anything I'm doing new good. And exciting? No. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes and no. Like it's it's what's old is new again, ladies and gentlemen. I have been playing a shit ton of Yu-Gi-Oh. They just dropped a new free game for on PlayStation Switch and all that. And I've just been uh-huh. reliving my teen years. It's been amazing, but now I can't even close my eyes without seeing cards and descriptions. And it's it's like Tetris all over again. It's terrible. But I love the game, and I I've just been reliving it and sucking in the nostalgia. Yeah, the the moment it came out, my son downloaded it, and then he was like, "Uh, you you can buy cards on it, right?" No, it's more what I, what I like different about this than Duel Links is that Duel Links was more like give me your money. This yeah. game is more like you're gonna earn, you're gonna earn it. Oh, okay. So you're gonna earn everything in game. You got to duel online and do things like that. Play the solo mode if you want. Craft your cards. You know dismantle things it's it's a lot of fun and it's it's not so much here's my credit card which i really appreciate and there's ten thousand cards so it's been a, it's changed a lot since i was young so i have to learn all this new shit yeah yeah he he's he's been playing all of them since they came out so he and he talks to me about it and i'm like oh, okay <laughs> it's like all freak <laughs> to me <laughs> so yeah as long as it keeps him busy Speaking of keeping busy, keep them off these streets. Um, we have our our resident uh, werewolf expert, Coco. <laughs> Cards already Coco made. I would have done it. I would have done it if the card wasn't already in the process of being made. That's a bummer. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. Uh, I took my kid to his first professional wrestling event day. Uh oh. Dynamite. Had, yeah, he went to Dynamite. We Dynamite was in Chicago. Yes. We braved a blizzard, and uh, <clears throat> he had a blast. Like he he had such a good time that he felt the need to do somersaults when we went and got pizza, like so he was just doing somersaults in the uh, the walkway. So ah. he had he had fun until CM Punk lost, and then he looked at me and goes, "Dad, I want to go home <laughs> right now." <clears throat> I bribed my soul buddy that Darby Allen's going to be on the the next segment if we stay, and he was like, "Fine, <laughs> fine." <laughs> then he came out and he waved at his favorite wrestler and it was the cutest thing in the world he had a blast i had a blast <clears throat> it was fun it's he's getting to the age now where i can take him and do things so it's good man it's a good time uh also uh wrestling team had their we started our first leg of the state, state series we won our state our uh, regional championships and all 14 wrestlers to the next round which is pretty impressive um rank number one you see how the next month plays out Ooh. Number one. 24th in the country, first in the state of Illinois. So we'll see what happens. I also have a story about CM Punk losing. I was at WrestleMania 29 in New Jersey, New York, whatever you want to call it. 
and he lost to the undertaker and i got out of my seat and i went back to the bus and back to the hotel i get it through that that because right after that was john cena and the rock and i'm like i don't want to see this i want to get on the bus and just get the hell out of here and i bet you beat the traffic i did and it was like the worst trip ever wwe paid for it really yeah yeah i want the okay so wrestlemania 28 comes around they have this thing that pops up uh i think it was the triple h um undertaker hell in a cell and it's like text this number and enter for a chance to win so i text the number every day for a month and then they give me a call hi this is gloria with wwe and i'm like holy shit <laughs> so they paid for my airfare which was from maryland to new york 45 minute flight but the hotel was really nice but the seats god damn it vince you cheap son of a bitch you put put me in the top of the okay when you start seeing binocular rentals you won the contest huh give them the nosebleeds goddamn give them the nosebleeds yeah so basically when when you start seeing binocular rentals yeah that's that yeah that's where i was that's the problem with wrestling in stadium venues is like the dudes are kind of even a big dude is kind of small from a thousand feet away yeah. No, how it's described, how I remember it was ants on a sugar cube. That's the best way I can explain <laughs> it. That's pretty good. Never again. I'll never do it. I'll get floor seats or I won't go at all. See, that's why I like going to this in the like arenas because like we went to this uh, basket, this uh, college basketball arena in Chicago that I'd actually never been to. So um, is the DePaul where DePaul plays. And it was a small arena and there's not a bad seat in the house. So it's an all right place to go watch wrestling. So no, you no. left because CM Punk didn't beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania, Correct. which only Correct. one person has done. Yes, okay. exactly. I was so I was I was so sure that Punk was going to win, and when he did, and I said, "All right, let's go. We're done. We're done wow. here. WrestleMania right. is done." They they gave it to Brock Lesnar the very next year, which just goes to show you the trajectories of both of their WWE careers. Which is why Brock Lesnar is headlining this year's WrestleMania, and CM Punk is in AEW. <laughs> right. Womp, womp, womp. Well, I know a lot of people like that. I, I'm an old school wrestling fan. CM Punk is new school for me, so I don't CM even. CM Punk is the best. CM Punk, <laughs> man, I went to the show where CM Punk premiered for it, like showed up for the first time in AEW. It was the United Center. That's the Bulls play. That yeah. place was like shaking. There was so much cheering. People, the building was literally shaking. It was awesome. Um, it's funny. I've never met him, but I know people who've worked with him at cons, and they say he's like one of the nicest guys too. So he's surly. He can be pretty surly, but um, to his actual fans, he's great. And he's like, he's a legend here. Like we're, he's like a year or two older than me. And um, <clears throat> he's like, uh, he's big deal in this town. People, people pay attention to CM. Normal people know who CM Punk. Normal people, not people yes. like you. Um, I'm fine. I'm not a. Re- I I I took my kid to a wrestling show and I'm on a freaking superhero comic book podcast. Like, was far from normal. <laughs> this is true. This is very well, true. I mean, he did write he did write a couple of comics. He wrote like what that Thor annual and he wrote a couple Drax. of issues of Drax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's not the he's not the worst writer. No, he's a he's a uh, he's a huge comic book and um horror movie fan. He's got a cobra he's got a cobra tattoo on one shoulder. Cobra yeah, cobra co- the opposite cobra Kai. Of Yeah, not cobra Kai, cobra uh opposite of cobra Kai. G.I. Joe. <laughs> yes. That's the terrorist organization. The terrorist organization led by the most incompetent <laughs> terrorist. In the history of popular culture, <laughs> who apparently was part snake? Only no, after no, no, the no. Movie, well, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And they retconned it when they uh, gave him the new costume, that which was true. a good decision. Which is a good decision for all of television. Nobody did snake over <laughs> for right? all of television. For all of television, yes. Do you remember seeing Duke get a snake through the heart? Remember your first time you ever saw that? 
so I saw that yeah. after Optimus Prime died. So I thought Duke was done. And then it turned yeah. out then it turned out he lived. I didn't realize that I was much older that he wasn't supposed to live. And that uh, right. Hasbro stuck that uh, little extra tag on because children like me were traumatized watching well, Optimus Prime die in front of them. It's also because they killed Optimus Prime is why yes. that was never put in the movie theater. Yeah, <clears throat> the, the movie was supposed to go in the movie theater, but mm-hmm. uh, and it did, well it didn't do well. It wasn't like the Transformer movie was a disaster. It, it didn't make any money. Like for the for as big as Transformers was, <clears throat> the movie was a colossal failure. It was probably marketed poorly in retrospect. They don't talk about that, but I'm sure I'm sure their marketing campaign wasn't the best because it should have. They been. didn't. They didn't exactly have Disney behind them. You know, they always pushed their animated films to the moon because that was their money maker before That's they true. acquired Pixar. So yeah. That's true. That makes sense. The animation though in the, the Transformers animated movie is not bad. Like it's a significant no. step up from the movie. I think it's I think the movie's actually aged pretty well. That's a movie we could have had a podcast about and had a good time watching and talking about. Instead, we're doing Batman and fucking Robin. <laughs> I'm sorry, right. I never meant to bring it up. But it was it started with Superman and it snowballed into this. I don't my know where God we're going the, from here. My God, has this snowballed? Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, all right. Freaking torrential blizzard at this point. Torrential blizzard. I just make something. Before we get to that, I guess what we can do is uh, do a little social media madness. Is that okay with you, John? No. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> well, he's not here, so yeah. we can all enjoy it then. Great. Uh, so okay, so last week we talked about Ron Perlman said he wants to uh, do Hellboy three for the fans because they deserve it. <laughs> to which uh, random Randy Savage said, "Has a gr- he's a great guy, but no, this prop uh, this property needs to be put to put to bed for a bit. Maybe in three years, streaming show to experience to expanse in the mythology." That doesn't sound right in my head. To expand on the mythologies, I think is what he meant to say. A funnier version of The Witcher. So, I don't know. We talked about that too, right? Like TV shows versus movies. X-Men should be a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You agree with that, Tom? X-Men should be a TV show? Oh, oh yeah. Because, again, all the characters that they would have to introduce, and there's no way you're not going to have a Cyclops movie. You're not going to have a Jean Grey movie. The best you might ever get is a Cyclops and Jean Grey movie, but you know, there can't be a beast movie. So the X-Men absolutely should start out as a TV show. And just like you said last week, then they have some huge event and then we make that a movie. Um, There's just so many layers in the soap opera aspect of the X-Men that they just absolutely can capitalize on with the streaming services and what they offer. Hellboy, uh, you know, I enjoyed them, but compared to what's out there and what they're going into with the Marvel stuff, and even now with the DC starting to catch a little bit of steam, let's see if they don't fuck it up, which we know they will. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, I can't get excited about Hellboy. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. So I, I well, I mean, Timothy Jones chimed in and said, I sure hope he comes back. He does one hell of a job. Sour grapes. Find our newspapers across this great land. If you if you need your if you haven't had your share of dad jokes, allow me to introduce you to Tim Jones. Oh my goodness. And I say that with all the love in the world. Because oh, I wait, do enjoy, I do enjoy sour grapes. Speaking of dad jokes, um, I figure I'll I'll share this one. because uh, apparently someone I know loves dad jokes and told me this the other day. So and and this is you got to kind of do this to your kid. Go to up to your kid and say, uh, "I've got really bad diarrhea." 
And I've been told it's hereditary. It runs in your genes. Jesus, Dave. <laughs> My kid won't get it. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, Diarrhea runs in your genes. Sorry. Is, is this what the show has evolved into? Is this what Batman and Robin brings out of all of us? Yes. He that evolved. I, evolved I have into. To, I, have to, I have to share a joke like that on an episode like this. All right. All right. Let's move on. So, of course, we talked about um, James Gunn and all of the opportunities he has before him. And apparently he's talking about doing a uh, another Suicide Squad spinoff series. So I said, what do you, would you want to see uh, to our fans? Um, Wisdom of the Solomon Grundy said, Ratcatcher and King Shark together would be awesome. Um, well, maybe. I feel that Ratcatcher character has done what she can do i don't know like she was very poignant in the suicide squad like kind of the hero actually so like i'm not saying it's not a good character but i don't know i want to see polka dot man i want to see more polka dot man and i don't believe he was killed Uh, you didn't see him die on screen so comic books uh shadow walker who haven't heard from in a while said i rather oh god i rather see more based on tim burton and joel schumacher and the stuff before him as basic for DCU. What? Yeah. So he's saying he wants to see the Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher stuff be the like basis for the DCU. You're ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He's trolling. Truly, he doesn't <laughs> actually. Sometimes you can tell the, the social media that don't listen to our show. This is one of those people. Yeah. Because they would know just how awful the Joel no, Schumacher no, no, no. stuff is. No, he listens to the show because he's, he's directly responded to stuff before. Yeah, okay. And I think. Because we've been talking about the Batman movies. That's he's okay, making. so he's trolling. Okay, he's fair, trolling fair. us. I'll tip. I'll tip trolling, my cap. trolling, trolling, trolling. I'll tip. <laughs> I'll tip my cap to him on this then, because it's a good. It's. A, I was offended by the troll. So good work, <laughs> sir. Uh, the ODPH podcast said, "Vigilante FTW." So in this contents, I don't know what FTW means. For, for the win. Is it is it for the win or is it fuck the what? I always thought it was fuck the world. Well, it is in a certain context, but in this, it's for the win. With Taz, well, it was Taz, Taz always said it was yeah, it was FTW, mm-hmm. yeah. But now it's uh, it's been it's been sanitized for for the win because I thought the same thing. Like on mm. social media for years, I thought everybody was saying "fuck the world." Now I'm like, that doesn't make sense in this instance. And then I realized, <laughs> oh, it has a new meaning. I'm just old. vigilante is cool though. I got to tell you, vigilante's we'll great on this show. Yeah, fucking love him. A lot He's better than the- he was on Arrow. Well, yes. He's actually the only one that treats Peacemaker right. I will get into that when we talk about Peacemaker. Um, and then finally, of course, we talked about the Moon Knight trailer that was released. I asked our audience what they thought. And again, Timothy Jones chimed in and said, in the comics, Under the Hood is black and all you can see is the white eyes, which is cool. I don't think the wrapped toilet paper look is... I don't like the wrapped toilet paper look in this trailer. So Timothy Jones actually giving an honest opinion instead of a dad joke. I know. I read this like six times trying to <laughs> trying to find the joke in it, and I couldn't figure it out. And there was a reply from the resident expert of the middle age who said, at least it is better than the Ivan Ooze apocalypse. Fair. That it is. <laughs> that was that it is. That was very disappointing. I remember... Days of Future Past, I got so excited when you saw. Oh, so excited. Oh, yeah. And Salvador. Oh, I remember the scene in the theater, like, just walking out like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, this next movie's going to be great. I was never had I been more wrong. 
about my the expectations. Look, the look was wrong. The look was 100% wrong, but the power set was accurate. So I will yeah, give them that. The movie wasn't right, yeah. it was the big yeah. problem. Yeah, that too. But the Apocalypse power set is very, very accurate. Yes, Agreed. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yes, you know what? And it's funny because, uh, Don, you pointed out that we didn't talk about uh, those shows yet, Peacemaker and, of course, the uh, the new Mandalorian season. I mean, the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Mandalorian 2.5. I don't care what you call it. It's fucking great. Gotten better since he showed up. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. So, which, what do we want to talk about first? I didn't I watch either. Talk so about Hellboy. I want to talk about Hellboy since I got skipped. Oh, Ray, talk about Hellboy. What is your opinion on Hellboy? Oh, I'm all for it. If you can oh. get, if you can get Wermo uh, Del Toro and Ron Perlman together again, I, you know. Mar- like not Marvel movies, but superhero movies in general have become so cinematic. Mm-hmm. Take me back to the old way it used to be. Give me like the Daredevil Ghost Rider. I know you. I know your son wanted to watch Ghost Rider, and you said no. But well, he's also the, the he's way- also five. So I mean, like okay. it was more of a parenting moment than anything. Well, they're knocking at the door. Nicholas Cage going crazy. I loved it. Uh, but it, they're just so overly cinematic now to where it has to be it has a certain standard go back degrade a little bit to where 2000 movies x-men hellboy ghost rider daredevil like the way they were shot was completely different i, I mean we could use a little nostalgia you know a little 20 years ago it, it wouldn't hurt anybody i do wonder yeah. i do wonder what a 2022 um guillermo del toro would do with hellboy because you've seen like it would not be I think it would be the opposite of non-cinematic. Like you look at Shape of Water. This is the man that gave oh, us yeah. a love story about a girl that wants to F the, I'm trying to clean it up this week, Dave. A girl that wants to <laughs> lay the, the creature from the Black Lagoon. I mean, and it looked gorgeous. So, yeah. you know, Crimson the man loves Pete, I mean, yeah, yeah he, he's very cinematography uh, heavy, but man, I don't know. It's just Hellboy. I, I think Hellboy stood above and beyond all the other early 2000s films like Fantastic Four and X-Men. Oh, I yeah, mean, for sure. It, it did. It looked better. It was shot better. It, the universe seemed endless, especially when the second one, when they went to the marketplace and you saw the different things. It was great, man. I love that universe. I mean, it wasn't very comic accurate at all, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But I, I want I want more Hellboy. I don't want that that fucking Hellboy that came out two years ago. I don't ever want that again. But I will take a Guillermo del Toro, Ron Perlman hookup. Yeah, I agree. But if you degrade too much, you end up with something like Batman and Robin. So we got to be careful. <laughs> I mean, you did just watch Stranger Things, Dave. Yeah, I did. You know who Hellboy was, right? Oh, it was, um, the, yeah. The, it was Hopper uh, or Hopper, whatever his yeah. name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know you love Stranger Things. That's why I brought it up. So I didn't hate it. No, you didn't hate it. But, you, but it's funny because you messaged me. Your exact message was Stranger Things sucks. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I mean, I said I wasn't going to swear, but this was my actual reaction. I was like, well, like, come on. Like, I mean, this is a random message out of the middle of nowhere. I forget what I was doing, but I pick up my phone <laughs> and it's the thing from Dave. Stranger Things sucks. And I was like, well, kiss my ass. mother!" <laughs> you should have said this last week when we were talking about I know. it. Well, I, just, I didn't think about it until I just brought it up like that. Because I wanted to hear you. I was curious as to why you hated this epic show. I forgot my own. I was trying not to get my own personal. I was trying to listen to you. I was trying to give you the space in the forum to express your own opinions, regardless of how disappointed they made me. <laughs> uh, but you know what's not disappointing? Peacemaker. So I was like, we talked about this a little bit last week. Like, so how are they going to defeat an alien invasion? So, of course, now they, they, we do have a setup where like, oh, OK, there's an alien on their side. Right. 
and he's so you got to assume there's going to be other ones on their side so i don't know where do you guys think it's going what did you think of this episode uh I haven't watched well, it. I, either oh man Look, okay yeah, i'm saving it all up i'm saving it all up i've seen so many funny ass <laughs> clips on tiktok that i'm just like okay i'm gonna let this back build and then i'm gonna marathon the shit out of it i'm not gonna do it week to week i uh i just was wrestling week i just had too much to do oh so my I, god i could i'm a parent man so am I. I have a five-year-old you have a teenager i ain't different. letting you get away with that brother i love you but i got three kids I'm and trying. me and the wife still sit down and watch motherfucker oh. pee and my what? wife don't even like comics but this james gunn shit she loves so let that be a lesson to you my wife the fuck it. does not like this show so I wouldn't think she would, yeah, but my, she liked the Suicide Squad. And as soon as she saw the motherfucker dancing, it was over. She loved it. I mean, she, oh, it's so fucking funny and so well done. Uh, wow. But so other than that, other than my vitriol against people that haven't watched it yet. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't spare you the spoilers. Uh, no, so now, I know. I know what I'm into. Go for it. So, you know, of course. Peacemaker was keeping uh, what's his name, Goth the Butterfly. Vigilante yeah. <laughs> straps it to his back, and, and, just, uh, and Peacemaker's like, "What the fuck is that? Ah, we have both hands available." <laughs> but he falls off the tree, breaks the goddamn jar that the butterfly's in, and now the butterfly went to the police station slash jail, and yeah, called a bunch of his buddies, bunch of fucking little starships come down. And yeah, now we literally have an army of fucking butterfly police slash jail prisoners running amok. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing, too. Oh, and the white dragon. He's all suited up with his, he's got a costume with tits for some reason. But yeah, we see yeah, we see that it flies and he's going to go yeah. after Peacemaker. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's, it's all the setup for the, you know, the final showdown. And it was like, but that's the thing. As soon as Vigilante's tap, taping this, the jar to his body, you're like... <laughs> It's going to break. You like you it's know gonna it's going to happen. Like it's it's yeah. so obvious. But yeah. No, it was good. It's the the clip I saw of the show was John Cena going on like a 2 minute rant just naming random people. I don't know why he was naming was everybody because yeah. because the computer hacker and I can't remember his fucking name. Economos. He calls him Die Beard. Okay. He framed Peacemaker's dad for all the shit the Peacemaker did for the car and everything, and he got sent to jail. And so Peacemaker's like, and, and the guy's like, oh, who else could I have sent to jail? Who else could I have done this to? And so Peacemaker proceeds to name a bunch of fucking people that he could have chose. Hilarious <laughs> that it keeps going and At going. The end of, you know that was all improv. I believe mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, John Cena's great. Like that's, he's fantastic in this. You brought up too. you brought up Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets. You get mm -hmm. my thumbs up. You get an extreme thumbs up. That's the thing too. At the end of each episode, there's like an extended clip from the show where they must have been improving or whatever. And yeah, like so at the end of that episode, there's a really long clip of him naming and naming naming people. Yeah, like <laughs> I bet a James Gunn set would be so much fun to work on. <laughs> Probably. It must be, and I got whoever again is going to end up running this shit. You got to lean on James Gunn. I mean, I know, I know, every DC movie can't be like this, but I'm telling you, non-comic book fans like my wife love so, anything that he's done. Marvel may have really fucked up when they fired him. I know they brought him back, but they really lit a fire so, under his ass, and DC can really benefit. Agreed. So that let me pose this question. Um, because we talked last week 
And one of the things they talked about is basically James Gunn was saying, like, this is going to be the last Guardians. And you kind of get the feeling like there's an uneasy relationship with Marvel finishing this last movie. True. So mm-hmm. he's not going to go back. And then at the same, in the same breath, he's saying, oh, I've got another spinoff coming from the Suicide Squad. I'm writing a season two for, for uh, Peacemaker. Could James Gunn be the um, Kevin Feige at DC and take over and be like, let's put this all universe together? He he can't do that, but he can make these type of movies that bring in both comic book fans and non-comic book fans. Yeah. And my wife wants nothing, does not fucking read comics. Um, and then we can use that to launch into something not so dark, not so funny. So I don't think he can be the Kevin Feige, but I think he can, he can bring be the in John, people. He can be the John Favreau. Right. Yes, exactly. Okay. So Wonderful. Yes. It off and then helping build it up. Yeah. Helping create, helping shape the creative vision, but he's not an executive. You need an executive to be Kevin Feige. They thought they had it with Jeff Johns. <laughs> no. I thought didn't that offer, I was excited about Jim that. The job? Didn't they offer Jim Lee the job at one point too? Well, Jim Lee's still the publisher. I think Jim Lee knows that he's better off just being Jim Lee, you yeah. know? Yeah, he's a comic book guy. Mm-hmm. Smart, like Jim Lee knows. Jim Lee knows how to sell a bunch of comic books, and he knows that oh, yeah. business inside and out. It's hard. Like this is a different, completely different world. Comics and movies. Absolutely, definitely. I think Jeff Johns took around when the Green Lantern movie got lit, right? With Ryan Reynolds, wasn't he working? Yeah, yeah that yeah. was his shit. Yeah, he yeah. he. Because uh, well, the movie reeks of Johnsness. Like all everything that makes Jeff Johns a really good comic book writer works against him as far as like filmmaking visionary goes, because there was so much stuff shoehorned into the Green Lantern movie that again, if you're reading a comic, seeing you know Sinestro put on the yellow ring is awesome. If you're uh, if you're a regular person, you go, the hell is going on here? Who is that guy? Why is he doing that? What is? Why should I care about this? Why is there a big yellow cloud trying fart cloud trying to eat everybody? Like, you know, yeah, he's not good. Right. Wait, I thought I thought that was Galactus. I thought Both that was Galactus. Fact, Silver Surfer. Green Lantern. Re- <laughs> it's funny. The giant fart, the, the CGI fart cloud got a bad reputation in that movie. And DC went and hired him. You know, they hired the fart cloud to come in to do the Green Lantern film. It makes sense. Does the fart cloud work for scale? Yes. That's why they got him. <laughs> Cheap ass fart cloud. Ooh, episode title. Perfect for Batman Jeez. and Robin. <laughs> oh my god all right all right so now i need to ask you didn't watch peacemaker this week did you, you know the answer watch? you know you know the answer to this question well i know for you me. didn't watch you it. know i didn't watch it. i was saying for me you know the answer but did you watch it uh ray nope don did you see it of course okay god what the fuck wait, wait, are we still, are we talking peacemaker or are we moving on to we're moving book on book? to oh, book of uh, boba fett you saw it come oh, on shit, yeah i'm on, oh yeah i'm on my oh, shit don't yeah, worry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah all right all right you know how many memes i post the day of book of boba fett? right that's what <laughs> yeah i was so all right you missed a good one jd I, i'll catch it i'll catch it i'm not worried i know i know go ahead spoil so so of course well you saw last week's episode yes. right with yes. the mandalorian and then what did he say at the end? He was going to go. You said last week's episode of The Mandalorian. Well, I mean, it is. He's not a terrible. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. true. Yeah. Last week's episode was the, an episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> and he said Let's he not confuse gonna, the listeners. He was going to go take that to, to Grogu, right? And a lot of people thought, oh, they're going to save that to show that in Mandalorian. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, so he Luke said, was back? Yes. Son of a bitch! All my instincts are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I'm going to ask. Ray and and 
Don this. What did you think of the CGI Luke uh, this week, this time? Masterful. So there's, they there's a that, reason. They hired that guy that was doing all the deep fakes. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, the ones that got the it was a film company or whatever on YouTube that did it for fun. They redid right. Luke's face and made it look better. So Lucasfilm reached out to them and they did this episode. Yeah, that's no, awesome. it, 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 I mean, it's definitely more natural. Um, I just felt the eyes were off, but I think it was the actor underneath. They probably kept as much as they could to so that it was expressive, but it was just like, they don't look like Mark Hamill's eyes, but you know, what are you going to do? Slow, cut out Mark Hamill's eyes. And put them in this, the, the doubles. Head. Gouge, gouge them out. What, burn them out Listen. like Neo Matrix? Listen, my wife was sitting there. I don't know why I use my wife as a barometer so much. Maybe because I <laughs> know she's like, she's like an everyman. That's like you get like right. the, the normal. Because I'm like a Star Wars. Like you don't know how high my fucking nose is right now as a Star Wars snob. You know, for all the people that didn't watch Clone Wars and the Rebels, I'm just like <laughs> you. <laughs> anyway, so but she's like, how is this even possible? How is that not the real thing? And I'm like, I don't tell you. It's not. It's not him. It's computers and a stand-in like it was just incredible i was i don't know i didn't notice the eyes thing but i wasn't i guess i wasn't looking at the eyes i can admit that but man i love looking at mark well it was mark hamill mark hamill was the actor in there they just de-aged the shit out of him no no it's a stand it's good he just does the voice they have a stand I saw the guy. The guy. The guy who plays the stand-in actually has had some has another role in the show. I forget, I forget what he was. He was He's one of those X-Men pilots, guy, right? That's right. He's one of the X-Men pilots. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I mean, he looked fine. Whatever. He looked way better than he did in Mandalorian. I'll take what I can get. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. I, I don't mean, know. That's not that's... really seeing Luke again. Is just okay. It was great in the Mandalorian. I was like super hyped for that. And then you see him again, and he's just doing training with Grogu. It's cute. It's cute. But then he does something at the end of the episode that I just don't agree with. Um, a master Jedi giving him a choice. A Sith works in absolutes. Mm. So Yeah, but here. if he is following the old Jedi code, which he is to this point, the whole not connected, no love thing he is being consistent with. So he's, making him, he's making him choose. My son pointed something out about the episode, which was, I thought, a, such a brilliant insight. So, of course, we learn in the, the, the prequels that, oh, Jedis aren't supposed to have any connection, blah, blah. Um, that's why he uh, Anakin wasn't supposed to be with... Unless uh, you're Ki Adamundi, you can have seven wives. Anyway. They couldn't be with Padme, you know, that was, so it was a secret that's, that's why they didn't like Qui-Gon. Yeah. That's why the Jedi Council didn't like Qui-Gon. That's why they offered him a seat, and he said no, basically saying, you wouldn't have my back because I believe in things that you don't believe in. So that's, so, you know, Qui-Gon was, so, Qui-Gon was the best Jedi. So I get that's why they're doing this whole, like... I don't know. Qui-Gon's that, actions start the end of, like, without Qui-Gon, if Qui-Gon could just play by the rules, he wouldn't have gotten the psychotic little kid that butchered all the younglings. Younglings. So, so long story short, so they're going back to that old they can't have connections thing, right? But they can't have love. But then my son goes, yeah, but wasn't uh, Vader's or Anakin's love for his son what actually saved the universe from Palpatine at the end of Jedi. So wasn't the connection a good thing? And I'm like, damn it. Well, that's the thing. Okay. Again, that's the, now we're talking fiction here. Like characters are a lot. Characters are supposed to make mistakes. Right. And we, yes. this is, this is leading Luke on the path that eventually pushes Ben Solo into becoming Kylo Ren. 
So yeah, he's not playing it by the right way. He did not learn the lessons of the the failure of the Jedi. This is, and we know that that's what happens. Right. So right. we have to have him make that series of decisions to lead him to that. He's try like remember when we get Luke and Last Jedi, he's like <laughs> Jedi Order. Like none of it works. It's all bullshit. He has to get there. Right. He's still idealistic right. at this point and believing in everything, and it is a fail because we see what happens. So we're being consistent again. We people think. People forget sometimes that that characters are supposed to be flawed and they're supposed to make mistakes. That's what creates drama, creates conflict. If everybody does the right things all the time, there is no drama, there is no conflict. Yeah, that's true. And uh, But even Ahsoka, who's hanging out with Luke, which that in itself, guys, is big shit. Because She's an old friend of the family. Well, Ahsoka (laughs) is Anakin's one and only ever Padawan. Right. So... If he wants to learn anything about his dad, particularly his dad before he became evil, Ahsoka's the one that's that's got the stories for him. And that's where I that's where I kind of felt there was a misstep here because the only connection we get there between those two was, oh, you remind me of your father. Like, I'm like, are you shitting me? Like, I don't know. There must have been an off-camera conversation or something we'll see where those two are gonna sit there and talk about that. So we anyway, we have an Ahsoka show. We do. Uh, we do. But even Ahsoka, who is cast out of the Jedi Order, herself said, fuck the Jedi in all their rules. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep my lightsabers, by the way. But Because um, who gets rid of the lightsaber? Come on. Right. Okay, I'm out of the Jedi Order. All right. Sorry to hear about that. But I'm going yep, gonna to put those right here. So I'm still going to have uh, swords that can cut through anything. But even she tries to convince the Mandalorian so the Mandalorian goes on this planet where he can see Grogu. He sees Grogu, but Ahsoka convinces him, hey, let me give him the um, the best Gar Steel chain mail, and you just go because if you're going to see him, it's going to make it harder for you. And so that's why the Mandalorian doesn't even see Grogu. I mean, well, he sees him in the distance, but he doesn't even you know speak with Grogu. Right. Then, yeah, Luke gives him the choice there. And again, think i know luke skywalker jedi master i get all that shit but he really just did help end the empire the new republic is taken over he's starting the jedi order and all he has is these old books which i'm sure reference the whole like yeah you can't have love and attachments uh again unless they put a footnote unless you're kiata mundi and you can have seven wives that's okay um worst jedi ever look it up kiata mundi uh so i i forgive it i i like i know me and my wife were like oh, what is he doing but i'm like eh, i know what he's doing he's adhering to like the old jedi code and jd's right that and hence why this is going to lead him down the path of being like you know what the jedi were hubris and that's why at the height of their power they fucked themselves and yeah now i'm just a bitter hobo and then of course you we also keep- got yeah I, was, yeah I was gonna say you guys are over here talking about jedi 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 i'm like cad bane showed up yes well i yes cad bane who uh is Duros, of course he did look and sound fantastic however he fucked up now hey he's, he's an old dude Duroses don't live long and he's been around since the clone wars so uh they gotta explain that to me because he's old for duro so how he's just walking across the desert walking up to most most pelgo and somehow killing two dudes like i i don't know we'll see they guys explain it to me but it is cool he did look good but he made a mistake because now most pelgo is going to go from eh, maybe we shouldn't join boba fett 
now they're going to join Boba Fett because right. Cad Bane's working for um, that whatever guild that is. Uh, the Pikes. The Pikes, yeah, the Pikes. Who, um, who I who I firmly believe are working for Darth Maul. It's it's all going to come around full circle. Mandalorian's crew is Death Watch. We know it, and they work for Darth Maul. So it's it's all going to come around full circle. It's going to be Darth Maul. I'm well, here's what it. they're doing. I'm telling you right now, this whole book Boba Fett shit is him becoming Mandalore. Okay. They've already talked about the Mythosaur. Oh, look who now owns a Rancor that he wants to learn how to ride. Like a Bantha. Oh, the Mandalorian has a Darksaber, but he can't wield the fucking thing. Yeah. And we're in the and we're in the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett's getting the Darksaber. Boba Fett is going to it's it's legends gonna it's the legends becoming canon where he restarts the whole mandalore he becomes mandalore there's a mandalore tatooine may become mandalore i know there's a lot of memes out there that are upset that we keep on going back to tatooine but tatooine is probably be becoming the new mandalore and boba fett will probably be the head of that that's what this whole show is setting so i know people's critique and you're not wrong that yeah it's boba fett show but we've had two episodes of basically the mandalorian but they but i guess they got to answer to people like me like i'm thinking like fuck he's got the dark saber is he gonna be the mandalore they're not i did to me they're they're just they're telegraphing to me mandalore uh, mandalorian is gonna be the mandalorian dinjarin but we're gonna follow the original legends canon where boba fett becomes mandalore that's what we'll see that's my prediction uh, we, have to, we have to have a solo tie-in like solo is like the bastard child of the of the uh star wars movies i think they need to tie in somehow some way i don't know that's harrison ford's fault because he doesn't want to play the care have anything to do with well, the I mean, character they, they gave us we've that, already they gave seen us, they gave us that cute little easter egg with darth maul you know leading the uh the crimson dawn but yeah but in they, rebels obi-wan killed him so True. i mean but he's died before i get it um but I don't know. I mean, I like it. I love him. I love Darth Maul. So any excuse you can use to bring him back, I'm all for it. Yeah, Palpatine died once too. Don't worry about that. No. And then they based yeah. an entire newer trilogy on that. So yeah, but yeah, but Darth also Maul's Legends gone. canon. Darth Maul's died a couple times. True. He has, but this last time, like, and we're talking about like an old Obi Wan versus Darth Maul, and like you think it's going to be this epic fight. And Obi Wan just in like three moves, just done. Yes, yeah. his chest. Ninja guy, like remember the beginning yeah. of Ninja Guy? That was it. Oh yeah, yep. I actually beat that game. Boy, was that hard. You're being quiet, G. I don't know as much about Star Wars. <laughs> like, I like the show. I like it, but I clearly don't. I didn't watch this week's episode two. I just don't. I just don't have the depth. Did you watch this? The well, right. It's all about the Clone Wars and Rebels. They're go. They're like. Anyone who watched those shows, that's like, that's the mythos that they are expanding upon, which I enjoy. I, uh, I like very, very much. Yeah. No, I mean, and you're right about Cad Bane. It's like, yeah, he's been around for a long time. Now, do we think they killed the Marshal? No. No. He's, he's a fan favorite character. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You didn't see him die on screen, did you? Did you see him die? You just saw him lay there. You got to see him die. Right. And man. everyone surrounded cool. him, and no one's like, no one checked his pulse and said he's dead. So, yeah. Palpatine, Palpatine thrown down a damn reactor on the Death Star. We didn't see him die. He came back. Darth Maul goes down a shaft. He didn't die. So, you know, if you don't see it, if they don't confirm it, it never happened. They can come right. back whenever they want. Boba Fett went, went down the Sarlacc pit. That's right. And then 40 years later, 
here we go. Yep. But they are following a lot of the framework that were in the old books that what is now called legends. Like you can see where they are borrowing from that. And I love it. The only major thing they're missing that they that I that they're not gonna do is the whole Jason and Jaina solo twins. Yeah, Obviously, they've abandoned those altogether. Yeah. For with, Ray uh, Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, Ray and yeah, Ray and Ben. Yeah, sure. I mean, they did a little bit of it, you know, a little bit. Ugh, Ray and Ben. Yuck. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see Boba Fett or Din Djarin get the, um, do, do you know what a, um, a Mandalorian Basilisk droid is? No. Like, it's just, yeah, these just big droids um, that they literally would launch from ships and they would go through the atmosphere of a planet. And they're just these big droids that they ride, these bipedal droids. Um, with just all these guns as a face, I don't know. It's just he's gonna get one, and they just ride him. Basilisk war droid, huh. and yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure about your prediction about Boba Fett becoming man. Boba Fett will be Mandalore. Book it. We pack pack it and ship it. Pack it and ship it. Should we, should we make a gentleman's bet of a dollar? Because I don't see it happening. Okay, oh, we'll oh, do uh, that. A Duke Brothers bet where you destroy a man's <laughs> life for one dollar. For one dollar. Yes. We're trying to destroy Boba Fett's life. But <laughs> do that for nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Well. All right. We've put this off for too long. Let's just rip the freaking bandaid off and talk about this piece of shit movie. <laughs> on. Oh. Jeez, we're getting not there, quite. Man. Not quite oh. yet. All right. Well, it, let me let us know on social media uh, if you think Boba Fett is going to be Mandalore and. If you want to know how to follow us on social media, here's our good friend D Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day make sure and follow us on twitter at superhero speak and while you're there check out the rest of the geek world all-stars podcast network you can follow them at stars underscore geek the geek world all-star podcast network include great programs such as the pop prison power podcast cult 45 so wizard fans on patrol the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> hey, thanks for that, Don. And while you're here, go ahead and plug the Omega Level Nerds Podcast. Yeah, you know, when we get together every now and then, uh, you can uh, have us on YouTube. Because, uh, quite frankly, if I make any more, I can't post them on Podbean yet because I haven't paid the fees. I'll get there. I'll get back soon. A uh, little uh, little uh, scene behind the curtain there. But, yeah, uh, go to at Omega Level Nerds on Twitter. You can find the link to our YouTube and see the show there, things we've done in the past. So check that out. And uh, if you're playing Star Wars... The Old Republic MMO. Uh, give me a message at dsquare 72 I'd uh, I'd love to get a group going there. But yeah, at Omega Love Nerds on Twitter, that'll pretty much get you where you need to go if you want to see our show. 
which I do want to have. Speaking of which, I do want to have like a roundtable discussion about Book of Boba Fett and Peacemaker. So hopefully Dave, Ray, and uh, John, some of you can join me there. Uh, But I do want to have like an end of series (laughs) discussion. Or I'm sorry, JD, did I call you? Just say getting John outside the show. I would, you know what? I would, dude. And and you've got a much better chance of getting JD to show up. I know. I know. We have our chance getting John to show up for the actual show. I, I know it's it's such a, a faux pas. I know I'd love to talk to John about The Witcher and stuff, but that's exact my thought. Like he'll never do it, so I don't ask. So I hope he never gets mad that he doesn't get an invite. But because I only see him post on Twitter like once every five he, he, months. I don't tell you something about John O'Grady. He does not care. Yeah. Okay. That's but good. That does not bother him. I do like you, John. Okay. I just want to make sure that's uh... yeah. Don. Don, this isn't necessary. He's, He's not going okay. to he doesn't listen to his own show. No, he fine. doesn't even remember what we uh, talked about a week ago sometimes. Yeah, I know. You guys to be fair, that pretty there's good. a lot of times I forget what we talk about from week to week. <laughs> like but, but you'll this... never forget Batman Robin. No. Yeah. No, All right. Not... Before we go on, of course, now you're get to uh get here, Ray, plug the Gorilla Brain Podcast. You can catch the Gorilla Brain Podcast on any podcasting app that's out there, Spotify, Apple Music, you name it, we're out there um if you enjoy mystery science theater 3000 type uh commentaries then come on down because i'm a load of fun for an hour and a half to two hours that's what she said um yeah and uh you can catch me on twitch at at 8-bit ray i'm usually on there pretty often five days a week most likely and um been playing some Yu-Gi-Oh lately it's been interesting um yeah so uh you name it i'm uh, on twitter at gorilla brain pod and you can also catch me on twitter at 8-bit ray and then uh yeah that's it so follow and love all right cool so now we're gonna pay some bills we're gonna take our uh commercial break and we'll be right back after these messages we'll be right back all right now we're back and before we continue on do you want to talk about the news or do you just want to get into this movie dude let's just do this nothing matters this wait, is like wait, wait. a nihilistic what's, what's episode. The, what was the news? What was the show notes? What was the news? There's two articles. One, uh, Dakota Fanning is in... Dakota, Dakota Johnson, not Dakota Fanning. I'm sorry. Dakota Johnson is talks... That'd <laughs> be very different. Very different movie. <laughs> She's going to be Madam Webb in a movie nobody freaking cares about. Like, I, this is not... This is... This is another Morbius. No one cares about Madam Web. And then, Spider-Man. of course, makes no sense. Warner Brothers officially released a clip from the Batman, which is the funeral scene. And I, I dug it. it. Yeah, me too. It's, that a, was pretty it's, cool. a, it's a complete 360 from what we're about to talk about. So that's why I kind of thought. What, that's, if this was a 360, it would be the exact same place I'm sorry, where we started. It's a 180 from. <laughs> so, so you guys like the suicidal, I'm not the suicidal, the, the homicidal. Uh, Riddler, Riddler, giving it absolutely. I, I'm warming up to it. I wasn't a fan of it at first, but I, I once I've kind of read this is so DC is clearly delineated. This is a different Batman than our mainstream Batman, so I'm okay with it. This is Elseworlds Batman, and this is the Riddler via Zodiac, right? That's yeah. what this Riddler is. So yeah. I'm intrigued. It's a very different take on it. So I'm, I'm, I'm warming up to it much more than I expected that I would. Well, I mean, considering. Um, the two Riddler live action Riddlers that we've had is Frank Gorsham and uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, who are basically the same. Like, there's really no difference between the either's portrayal. I uh, I think Frank Gorsham's was a little better, but I mean that's. But I mean they're basically doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Right. So like Jim Carrey just did a Frank Gorsham impression. 
Right. But so what I'm getting at is like, that's what the average person knows, not the comic book fan of the Riddler. So how do you think people are going to react to that? I don't like casual fans. They, they suck. <laughs> wait, that's wait. what I say on my wrestling podcast every week. I hate casual fans. <laughs> like we don't, I hate doing things just for them. Like we're doing something different. We've had a bazillion comic book movies. People can accept something different. Okay. What do you, what do you guys think? Don? I want to shit all over this. I'll be honest with you. I don't like uh, how Paddington looks. I don't think I'm going to like Paddington, but I'm not. What is is a rich billionaire supposed to look like? Do you know one? How do you know it doesn't look like Paddington? Um, He's not. He doesn't look like any Bruce Wayne that I've ever seen. He looks more like Marty McFly's dad. But again, I have to digress, though, because I've been here before. I've been this whole like this looks like shit and it came out great. So that's why I want to shit all over it, but I won't. I'm going to reserve judgment, but I don't like I don't like the garbage bag man Riddler. At least what I see. I do like the Batmobile. I do now like we the, know, the Batmobile. We know really nothing about this Riddler. We don't even know that it's Edward. We Nick. don't. We don't. And overall, do I see do I think there's a chance I'm going to watch it and it's going to be entertaining? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you said, we've been here before where, oh, Ben Affleck is Batman. Hey, that worked. Heath Ledger is Joker. Oh, that sucks. That worked. So that's well, where well, I how am do we, with Batman. How, how do we know that the Riddler's costume won't evolve throughout the entire film? You know, kind of oh, like Sack. I will and, love it if you just rip hockey it off. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> green tights. And <laughs> green tights with question marks on it as he rips off the... Well, how I do we know? you all. How do we know it's not like every kill or whatever that he does, he evolves the costume just a little bit? We oh, don't like know Major League, where after every win, they take off a bit of the uh, female. <laughs> Perfect. You win the show. Bravo. <laughs> I expect nothing less from a Cleveland guy. Bravo. Right. Of, course, of course, a Cleveland guy is going to have that fresh in his memory. That's right. Here, here's to the Guardians. <laughs> uh, Who? Oh, my God. Yeah, so if you can get a major league reference in, you win. That's that's the rules now. It's like my favorite. To this day, it's one of my favorite. It's like top three favorite sports movies of all. I love that movie. Did you like the first or the second one better? I like the first one better, but I do yeah. enjoy the second one a lot. Even though Randy it's such Quaid, a same movie. Randy Quaid in part two was just He's great. Magnificent. He's yeah. absolutely great. And so is the Japanese guy and the relationship he has with Dennis Haysbert. Like, yeah. you have no marbles. Yes, like I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't laugh at that anymore, but I think it's hilarious. Like the two of them playing off each other is absolutely freaking hilarious. I enjoy, I enjoy everything about Major League with the exception of Charlie Sheen. Major League 2, I should say. I don't think Charlie yeah. Sheen's nearly as good in that one. You didn't go back to the minors with um, uh, Jefferson Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that movie sucks. And I love, and I say this is a gigantic Quantum Leap fan. That movie is terrible. Oh, saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. That's an all-time great line right there. <laughs> like, and they do the the top. They, they, we have to sacrifice a live chicken, so they bring him a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, yeah. That's great, man. It's fantastic. It's a it's such a well-written movie. That's funny. I always wonder if people outside of Cleveland like those movies because everybody here they're like top tier. Awesome. Uh, yes. So that was the news. <laughs> <laughs> the news from Still 1989. Better Still better than Dakota Fanning. <laughs> He's doing. Oh, you were in Twilight. That's all that, I know. If if that movie actually does happen, this Madam Web movie, it is going to suck ass. 
I just what, what, what is she gonna do? Abduct people and go, Peter Parker, you have a bigger role to play. That's what it is. How do you do? It's gonna it's gonna be like the Spider-Man episodes. Like it's I, gonna I be awful. I don't understand. Is, is it, yeah, I don't understand. Is, is, like is they, Beyonder in it? Like what? what I don't know. They had such why a, would you want a Madam Web? I don't. They, why are we getting a Morbius movie? Because the world demanded it for so long, <laughs> and the property was probably dirt cheap. Well, it's part, I, of the, I, it's part of the Spider-Man package. They got to keep making Spider-Man movies. Or they that's also it. it. Also, doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, everyone hated Jared Leto as the Joker. Ah, let's make him Morbius. Like, you should have brought him in in Blade. If you'd have brought him in in the new Blade movie that's coming they, out. So they try. Okay, so the old the Guillermo del Toro Blade movie we talked about him earlier. The villain yeah. was supposed to be Morbius, but he was what part of the like? Spider. He was part of the Spider-Man package that Sony already had in 20th Century. No, I'm sorry, New Line made Blade. So they couldn't yeah. use him. So they had to create the vampire with the stretchy mouth, which is actually pretty <sighs> cool. would have been great as Morbius. I would have liked to have seen Delta take on Morbius. I think that would be visually stunning. Mm-hmm. They, I think he did something cool because he couldn't get the rights to it. But I agree with you. I think him doing the original idea would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. I still watch Blade 2. I won't watch Blade, Blade I love Blade 2. Blade 2 is a good movie. Uh, it's got a great uh, song on it. Uh, what's that guy's name? Mass, uh, Massive Attack. And uh, he was an actor. Who am I thinking of? Oh, I was on the Chappelle show. Never mind. We have to bear the ship here. Yeah. Most F. Most F. That's his name. Oh, oh most F. F. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. When they're walking into the uh, when they're walking into the nightclub where yeah. they're all vampires. I, right? I yeah. against I. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, yes, I against I. Flesh of my, yep. Flesh of my flesh. Even, blood even my Blade blood. 1 still. I mean, for, it's got some data yeah. special effects. All in its, it's monochromatic glory. Yeah, Absolutely. It, it's still pretty good. The blood orgy scene, the opening, is still like that's a great opening scene of a vampire movie, right? Yeah. And then Wesley Snipes is there smiling and just moseys dudes down with his big-ass sword. What a great flick. Like, it gets kind of corny. Cop shoots him in the back. Motherfucker, yo, yo, my goddamn man. <laughs> so Chris Christopherson. You know that Whistler, Whistler. they made him up for the movie, and then they put him in the Spider-Man cartoon show. Oh, they did oh. Blade Because they were like, oh, man, this yeah. is a cool. This is a great character. Yeah, Blade yes. needed somebody to play off of. Like a father. Get you fuckers at a bad time. And Norman Reedus was still a little chunky before he was, you know, Daryl on The Walking Dead and all that. Before his career really took off, he was scud. Mm-hmm. Man, that was true. You know, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen was in that movie. We, Jesus, we could, Ron Perlman. We could, we could be reviewing this movie. But no. <laughs> We're reviewing Batman and Robin, a movie that is universally reviled. And if we go back, I haven't watched it since 1997. And you know what? It's worse than I remember way worse that's how okay so i I guess we're getting into this um that was actually gonna be the first thing i was gonna say like i so i had to watch it today for the show it's not on hbo max i looked for it i that's so weird because i watched it hbo max last weekend so so did i in over a week so i had to go onto amazon prime and rent it oh they must have heard and just tried to stop this but okay (laughs) yes this is the podcast warner doesn't want you to hear i'm guessing (laughs) that there's probably something where because the Batman movie is coming out because none of the none of those <laughs> they, they don't movies, want that Travis uh, Batman Batman Begins uh, Batman Forever they're all off of HBO Max right now. those sons of bitches really yeah I, I don't know what's going on um, but I'm sitting there going oh it's it's not going to be as bad as I remember can I tell you why why it's on Hulu right now Oh, they must have some kind so of the contract must be with Hulu right now, and then it'll go back to HBO Max when it's done. That's interesting. Yeah. 
So I guess they lent it out. Do you have Hulu? Yeah, and I don't have Hulu, so. Oh, okay, so that didn't work out for you anyway. Okay. Yes. So. Um, so you paid for this movie on purpose? No, I, I own it. I own I it in high definition. I was. Ugh. Um, I'm waiting for the 4K, baby. Right. Are you one of those completists that just has to have everything? No. Okay. No. I'm a one and done kind of guy. Ask my wife. <laughs> so, oh, boy. <laughs> the 1990s? Yeah, power through, Dave. Power through. So, 1997. <laughs> He's losing control. <laughs> every week, every time we're on here, it goes crazy. Oh, jeez. I, I don't want to talk about this movie, man. I mean, it's so bad. <laughs> JD would rather talk about my sex life than Batman and I, Robin. That's pretty So pathetic. what is your favorite, Ray? Like, what are you guys into? Uh, doggy. <laughs> I mean, who, who isn't? Come on, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> We're going to go down further. We're going to go down this hole further. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> that's how you get to... <laughs> oh, shit. Um, What's your favorite, John? Oh, wait, John's not here. You know, if John was here, that would be so funny because he would be so like negative with the question. Like, he would just I'm make too busy just... watching all I'm too busy watching all this one piece right now. Make, I don't have he would time make for it that. So self deprecating that it would be <laughs> hilarious. His and favorite, I wish he was here for that. That's his, to shame. His favorite, his favorite involves um, lubricant and a box of tissues. Anyway, <laughs> and he's not going to hear it. This is such a shame. <laughs> Ah. All right. Speaking of lubricant and a box of tissues, which you needed for both for different reasons, the Batman and Robin, lubricant seven gets the movie in, and the tissues is for after you've watched this thing, and you just gotta cry. <laughs> George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, Uma Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Elisa Silverstone, some of the biggest names of the and time. Jesse the Body Ventura. Well, yeah. So you would think this was going to be a out of the mega- cold zone. Mega hit, a mega great, great movie. (laughs) It's a legendary Hollywood disaster. It's like one of the worst. It's like they one of the worst pieces of shit that people ever put like real effort into. You know, written by written by an Academy Award winner. I can't believe that. Hold on, Akiva Goldsmith wrote it. He's an Academy Award winner. Before we get to that, one of the things why like thinking about this is 1997, so there's no CGI. There's the some. Market, you're telling there's me that some. badass wasn't CGI? Are you kidding me? No, they're surfing in the sky. There's some CGI. Okay, they're surfing. Looks, well, I mean, and it looks terrible. <laughs> they're surfing in the sky, and the and the the Bane transformation. Power Rangers did it better. Power well, Rangers hey, did it the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But what I'm saying is, the majority of the special effects are practical. So sets had to terrible. be built. So t- sets had to be built. Models had to be built. Like, how much money was put into making this movie? They, it's got to be an insane amount. All right. But most of it is directed at Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, Mr. Freeze. Well, it's Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the uh, first name on the credits. He's top billing oh, yeah. in this movie. Because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. In the they fight scenes, see. Batman and Robin are dark. The background and Mr. Freeze and uh, Poison Ivy are all lit up like... I just I, I I forgot all about this, but huh. this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie. Oh yeah, that's why he gets all the cheesy one-liners because of the Running oh, Man cheesy you know one-liners and all that. But you know what? After rewatching it, he is not the worst thing in the movie. No, oh, he's, he's not. Arnold. He's Arnold. They Arnold. adopt this look, and I remember people ridiculing this look. If you play the Batman Arkham Knight games and shit, or uh-huh. Arkham Asylum, 
that this Mister Freeze is in those games. That's the yeah. yeah that's the, how they. There's, the there's nothing in theory wrong with this Mister Freeze. It's the movie surrounding it that hits the problem. So this movie was made for 160 million dollars in 1997. That's a lot of money in 1997 dollars. I got 125 yeah. million. Hmm. Wiki's telling me 160, and Wikipedia, you know, who, yeah. IMDb's I mean, telling me 125. But that's probably equivalent to like a 350 million dollar, yeah. Like, and it, made, movie yeah. Today. It, it made 238 at the box office, so it made a lot of money. The problem is, it it sucks. It sucks. Yes, it sucks. But I, I was trying to put this in perspective because I watched it with my kids in the room, and the only time they perked up was when he was singing the song "I'm Mr. White Christmas," "I'm Mr. Snow," "I'm Mr. Snow." And I'm like, why the hell do they know this? Uh, apparently, some TikTok thing with it. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I was just amazed at how much money they put into the Mr. Freeze character. The look. This, uh, again, obviously Arnold's movie. Um, but this was like, this was at a time, though, where they had said, no one gives a shit about Batman. It's all about the villain. That's true. Um, they, they were just in full swing, like, F Batman, who so, cares? It's all about the villains. Well, okay, so so let's talk about the villains and let's talk about the but most over top performance I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and Roman Thurman as Poison Ivy monologuing every five fucking seconds in this movie and just so over the top while she's doing it. I'm like she's <laughs> she's doing her Mia Wallace from And Pulp they Fiction. said this is good? Like I this is what they. This is what Schumacher was telling them to do. It's funny, uh, Jason Woodrow, uh, my you know my DC fans out there, the Floronic Man is involved in the uh, origin of of uh, Poison Ivy in this movie, which is a nice little comic deep cut that's very uncharacteristic of movies of this time. Surprising, some would play by uh, oh god Donald Glover. It's funny, John John Glover. Donald Glover is a different person. Yes. John Glover. But it's funny because he also played, we were watching Gremlins 2 the night before, and he plays this Donald Trump stereotype character in that movie. Yes, yes. He's far yeah. more subdued playing Donald Trump than he was playing the, the Floronic Man, which I found to be hilarious. Also like, Lionel Luther. Also Lionel Luther. He uh, was Lionel, really great yeah. as Lionel Luther. He was great I'm, as Lionel Luther and yeah. so over the top in this movie. You can't believe it's the same actor. Directing, man. Joel Schumacher was just like as big as you can as big as you can in this movie like play to the cheap seats like everybody except for Clooney. Clooney isn't that over the top in this which is kind of not at all like Clooney's actually not horrible like as uh, as uh, the writing for him is horrible the writing's horrible i'm sorry i think george Clooney is so miscast in this because he's doing that george Clooney charming smile thing which should work that but should work. No, for no, no, for, no. For, when for, you find out smiling. Alfred's dying and you're smiling, there's a problem. Fair, fair. fair. <laughs> I'm, but is that on him or is that on Schumacher? Because I mean, like, there's a consistency level where everybody. I think he, so, Dave. Everybody is so out of what they normally are in this movie. I, th- I think even Clooney, Schwarzenegger's a little over the top. I think Clooney just kept watching the dailies and was laughing to himself about. Well, wouldn't like, you? Oh, I can't believe I'm getting paid for this shit. Wouldn't you laugh if you were looking at the dailies of this movie? Ugh. And I, I think he's the only one that's come out and apologized for the. They for all the should apologize. Warner that they should. Apologize. He, he wrote a couple of fans a couple of checks at he conventions really? and things like that. Yeah, he wrote he's fans refunds. I loved him. And that's a shame. He could have been a really good Bruce Wayne. Like that should be a really good casting decision. And yeah, I'm thinking because... about has has George Clooney ever 
yelled in a movie? Has he ever screamed, or has he always just been laid back George Clooney in every movie? Pretty much. He never hits trying... like a different. He never hits a different scale or decibel. I'm trying to think of from dust till dawn. George if he ever gets really angry and from dust till dawn. Oh, he doesn't. Nope. No. He, doesn't he gets a little aggressive, but he doesn't yell. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. Not in Peacemaker. Not 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 in anything. I cannot think of anything where he actually yells or goes above a certain audio decibel. It's mind-boggling. That's a really good call. I'm sure he does. I, you know what? I, I where was that movie called? Brother, where thou art, or whatever. I don't know, but I, I think I remember. Brother, where yeah. art thou? He didn't yell on that one either. Such I'm horrible saying. writing, though, because like this is Batman and Robin. They fight the whole fucking movie. Yeah, they're big like for the whole thing. Yeah, like the title of the movie needs to be like Batman and Robin hate each other's guts. Like from the get go, Robin. Bat- yeah, yeah, Batman. Bat- oh, oh, look, we're what? Remember? Uh, by the way, the Batmobile sucks. Like does it suck. doesn't even have a cockpit. Like his head is just sticking out. Like <laughs> you can just shoot him in the face. Like, and I know they're going for the old 1960s camp, and that Batmobile also did not have a proper enclosure. But anyway. But yeah, so they're they're driving on this statue, and somehow the Batmobile, which they're probably driving weighs on this statue, statue, just that <laughs> sentence is just the <laughs> Batmobile, right? And the little colorful thing at the nose of the Batmobile, uh, like yeah, good stealth. Um, so they're gonna make this jump. The Batmobile somehow is assured to make it, but the much lighter motorcycle, it won't. So let's shut it down right in the middle of driving across a fucking statue because. I'm sure Robin will be safe. I mean, Jesus I, I Christ. Will say, I will say that's probably the only cool shot in the movie, though, is the Batmobile jumping off of the statue and Robin standing there screaming. Other than that. Yeah, of course. Because ah, we're partners. Yeah. You know, George Clooney doesn't scream in this movie, but Chris O'Donnell screams like a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> well, he's, he's like a teenager. A, he's a teenager he's in a this. 30 year old man playing a teenager. <laughs> we're 30 year old man. And he's like, you know what I did last movie? I went into Gotham and I fought some gangsters with black light uh, paint all over their face. So here we go again. Now we're going to go do the same thing. We're going to go fight some thugs in, in blackface oh, paint. And Coolio's Again. There. Yeah, yeah Coolio's there. And then the scene slide, when they... Slide, slide, slip. And Barbara, you know, Alfred's niece. You all know Barbara, Alfred's niece. She's here. She races motorcycles. Again. <laughs> this version of Commissioner Gordon is the most useless version of Commissioner completely Gordon ever. He's the most, but yet the worst. same actor is in all four movies. The only he's two consistent characters are Alfred, Alfred and, and Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Um, Unbelievable. Be that as it may, these Batmans, going back to Batman 89, they know how to capture some beauties, though. Okay. I was thinking about this. Cinematography is good for the yeah. Kim, Kim Basinger. Have, has she ever been hotter in a movie? Than yep. Batman 89. Nine and a half weeks. Um, okay, I didn't see that. Oh, Don, um, I recommend you watch that movie. Okay. <laughs> Batman Returns. Has Michelle Pfeiffer ever been hotter or better? Um, no. In my opinion, no. Uh, Batman Returns. Nicole Kidman. Was she ever hotter or better? She should have. No. I'm mute. <laughs> that was forever. She's unbelievable. Mute. Right. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone. Gorgeous. My God, does she ever look better? Than in this movie, well, it's something about tight leather, but well, you, that too. But I mean, at the same time, uh, Don, you and I, Don, you and I are of a certain age. So I have yes. a question where we came up with uh, Alicia Silverstone in the Aerosmith videos, yes, yes, right? So those are a big part of our 
uh, coming of age, if you will, when you first mm-hmm. notice, goddamn, the first time you say that, many a young man are in our demographic said that to the uh, crazy, crying, or amazing yes. videos. Yeah, the casting of one Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl on paper makes sense. Yeah, I have a, I have a question. In all seriousness, wait on me. Why do Batman and Robin's costumes have nipples, but Batgirls doesn't? That would be inappropriate, Dave. Is this, is this <laughs> because they don't want that many people jerking off to this movie. Um, there's so many jokes I can make, none of which will get us, none of which will get us out of trouble. So I'm going to punt. I don't know. I mean, you know, we want men and women to be equals. Everyone gets nipples, or no one gets nipples. Because internet porn was limited at this time. So exactly. yeah, they didn't. It was limited. And, yeah, it took um, like a 10 minutes to load a damn picture. Joel terrible. Schumacher, Joel Schumacher was far more interested in nipples on the bat suit than nipples on the Batgirl suit, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, and again, the first 20 seconds of this movie, you see two butts and that a bat crotch. Robin ass. Yeah. Like it's like it's the most gratuitous. It is like the most gratuitous shots of dudes in movie history, aside from like Spartacus or something like that. Yeah. It's it's eh, eh. It's it even bad. has a sound effect whenever they whenever they turn it goes wing yeah like it's, it's like a swing sound effect yeah swing. exactly the bat nipple is so damn oh, sharp it cuts you like so, a knife baby all, i can no longer contain this though sort of all the bullshit that we talked about with this movie we have yet to even talk about the most egregious egregious shitting on a character oh i know where you're that going we've ever seen please go there bang oh, yes sir Mind you, when this fucking movie came out, like it, we were not far removed from Bane actually breaking Batman. Three years, yeah. three years, three okay? years. Yeah, Bane was big time. Okay, is because of Bane we got super nineties Batman as real, you know, with fucking spikes and shit, and the um, you know, we we started getting the different Batmans. So on the heels of that, they take Bane and they make him just a dummy a dummy with giant tubes in his head that get defeated by robin and batgirl just kind of with their foot just kind of pushing the tube off of his head i i just cannot believe that they shit like bane a character who was smart enough in the comics to say oh no i'm not just gonna go fight batman i'm gonna release all of his villains have him fight them bastards all night then once he's tired then I'll go in and I'll break that fucker. He systematically wore down Batman to the point where he had absolutely no fight left in him. Right. It's such a night. Okay. There's so Bane and Nightfall are not an example of nineties comic excess, right? That's Mm -hmm. actually a really well done, well executed crossover storyline. It's really good. It holds up pretty well too. Like, and I felt the same way. I remember I I was, I was so excited when Bane was going to be in this movie and um, they casted Jeep Swenson, who did some pro wrestling. I'm like, okay, that's, that's an interesting choice there. I wonder if he's a good actor. I said this as a teenager, not knowing the answer to the question. <laughs> now I'd be like, oh, Christ. But at the time, I, I held out hope until he threw someone and they made a Warner Brothers boing. Oh, my God. Boing. At 17, about- at 17, I threw my hands into the air and went, you got to be kidding me. At 41. I'm just too jaded, and I know what's coming. And I say. when they break into the bathhouse, they throw the chains on his arms. Bathhouse, and, pulls, <laughs> and 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 that's what happens. I'm just there's a lot of little things in this movie that make me kind of go. <laughs> and he pulls his arms back, and it goes 
swoop as they yeah. all f- as the guys fly it was like oh my god why did they do that this movie sucks so much ass it's not even funny and oh they- look another go ge- another reference there ass sucking this oh sucks. sorry <laughs> i didn't i said it but i didn't say it uh you th- batman and robin had some like redeeming or batman and forever excuse me had some redeeming qualities right there were some things we go okay this could have worked right this is i don't like the take but i like what they're thinking they also had a really good soundtrack um this does not have a single redeeming quality this is still the worst count i don't care what you throw in my face they put time effort and money into this is worse than fantastic four any of them including the josh trank version this is worse than anything this is worse i we all i bag on uh, man of steel hate man of steel this is infinitely better than man of steel worse to me than man of steel this is the worst comic movie ever made and you will never convince me otherwise that i can't remember supergirl no it's worse than supergirl you i can't remember you said supergirl's a low budget movie it's supposed to be bad this was effort they tried to make this but there's people in this movie that have a cat there's multiple academy awards my mom used to watch entertainment tonight every night okay and i I can me too we're of that same age yes and this movie was a big fucking deal yeah like you know they would talk about it you know these Batman movies really were the first mainstream, like serious comic book movies. I mean, uh, uh, Cap- Captain Obvious here. Um, but this was a big fucking deal. This was like homage to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Again, he's the first name you see. All the budget literally went into his suit uh, in his story, which, again, if there is any redeeming thing, it is actually the Mr. Freeze character to me. If you cut out that scene where they're all singing and for whatever reason, he's making all his little thugs uh, sing the white Christmas. If you take that scene out, he's actually a menacing, like, okay, written. I know he's got the puns, but I, you know, I that's see Arnold. that as a throwback to Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's, yeah, that's, right. That's you Arnold. know, I can but live that's, with that. Um, that's, that's the, the thing too, right? Like, cause people sit there and say the person who wrote this movie was an Academy award winning, but wrote what? Every the most of the dialogue is one-liners. There's no like real dialogue in this movie at all. Well, blame not for the dialogue, but also for the plot and, and the poor pacing and the lack of character development and all. I mean, there's plenty of bad script stuff in this that goes beyond the inane, incompetent dialogue. There's poor plotting too. There's shitty I mean, character development. I'm watching this. Okay, we're at the end of the movie when they defeat Mister Freeze and um he Batman's asking him for the cure for the made up disease and uh at that point he calls him doctor right yeah and it's the only time in the movie he's referred to as doctor which was setting up arnold to give one of his worst one-liners he pulls out the cure and he's got two vials why does he have two vials so he can make the line take two of these and call me in the morning and it's just like god the effort it wanted to make sure they had two props just so he could deliver that line it's like why? And yet the sad thing is Akiva Goldsman is sitting in his <coughs> office, writing on his, you know, 1985 s brother P-Touch word processor, really, really proud of himself at that point. <laughs> Unfortunately. Called me in the morning. Yeah. You know what's sad, too, is they cribbed the Heart of Ice, that really good Batman, the animated series episode that gave yeah. the, the origin of Mr. Freeze. They basically lifted that, brought it into this movie, and forgot everything that made that show good. No heart, no pathos, no character moments, just a yeah. supermodel. Yeah. I, I can live with this movie. You can uh, live with it? 
I can live with it. Dude, if you knew half the shit I watched, this is this is Citizen <laughs> Kane compared to some of the other crap I've watched. Uh, if, if you ever if you ever get a, an app called Dark Matter TV, just scroll. Just scroll all the crap they have on there. And this will seem like Citizen fucking Kane. So, no, I can live with this movie. All the one-liners. You may hate the one-liners, but you will remember the one-liners. Oh, no, for always, sure. You're right. Always You're remember right. the winterize your pipes. Yes. Monkey work. <laughs> The Iceman cometh. Yeah, yeah, it just, they're there. They're there. They're fine. They're the only, they're memorable. They're not good. Yeah. That's the thing. There's there's effort in this movie. They were trying to make a good movie. That's what makes this so egregious. Like, I, I've made bad movies. Like, I could tell you, like, bad movies happen when people don't know what they're doing. This was a director, an Academy nominated director, with an Academy Award nominated writer with, act, with an A-list cast of talent from the 1990s that made an utter piece of excrement with no redeeming value yeah like imagine today if they cast uh okay let's go ahead and cast uh, jennifer lawrence and then let's go ahead and cast jason momoa mm -hmm. uh let's stick with dc henry cavill he's a pretty big uh he's a pretty big deal nowadays and um let yeah. the cast of dune like everyone in that yeah movie was famous exactly you know? yeah i yeah let's get oscar isaac in there absolutely okay and let's just make a giant shitball starring them like it was just full of yeah. bad puns and terrible special effects human centipede four how about that with jason <laughs> Mo, uh, oscar isaac jennifer lawrence and Wait, henry cavill are you telling me there's three of those movies i assume i there i are, don't know horror there, oh wow there are okay. in fact three human centipedes. that was a shot in the dark um because once i learned that they poop in each other's mouth i was like oh, okay that's not a movie that yeah, I that's South, whole, park, South that's, park did it great the whole reason the that... no I never yeah saw did... you ever saw the south park version no where they had the japanese guy and they had kyle strapped to his ass i've seen uh, the, i've mouth. seen the meme kyle's in the middle yeah yeah i believe in you <laughs> it's going to be really bad <laughs> that, that entire movie franchise was based on the joke of a human centipede and some guy said i bet i can make a horror movie into this and made it work it's again supposed to be bad so you got yeah. what you I mean, that's like Kevin it, yeah. Smith's Tusk. I mean, it was the same thing. It was a Tusk. podcast kind of thing, and then they turned it into a movie. You know, kind of crazy, but yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to be bad, though. Yoga Hosers was supposed to be bad. Mm, mission accomplished. So it's good to see people achieve their goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this movie single-handedly paused, like, movies in development. Like, nobody wanted to make a comic book movie. So that's why New Line was able to kind of creep out with Blade a year later, which we praised you know, mm -hmm. earlier mm -hmm. comes out a year after this, but, and it kind of made it okay. But remember this killed Superman, like the Nicolas Cage Superman movie. Yeah. Might've been worse than this, quite frankly. Mullet Superman was on its way. Yeah. Like just the, the collection of stories and documentaries that you see on Superman on what would have been Superman lives. Uh, leads me to believe this, that might've been the worst. That might've been worse than this, but we actually, this actually happened. Like we actually have this. I think we bag on Batman and Robin so much because it wasn't intended for us. I think it was intended for a five-year-old child that had no idea what the hell was going on, what Batman was. He'd never picked up a comic in his life. He'd watched the first maybe two or three movies. It was not aimed at us. It's mommy, buy me that toy over there. That Batmobile looks so cool, mommy. It's all about the visual. It's not about the lines. It's not about right. the story. Ray, I watched this movie with a five-year-old. He was into it for the first seven and a half minutes and then went off and walked. Kids are fickle. They, I mean, I had, kids are fickle. 
<laughs> I had a five and seven year old in the room with me. Same thing. Other than that, I'm Mr. White. Chris was on Mr. Snow. And then they were done. Well, yeah. and again, first 20 broken. seconds, two asses, one dick. Like, actually, we got a Bruce in the dick. So, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of works out. Um, oh, I like, I, I get it. I, you know, for those that say they wanted to go back to the 1966 camp, okay, great. There was heart in those that show, though. There was no heart. In but this, this just this was like, this was right after or even during Batman the animated series toward the tail end. That was dark. Everyone loved it. I just I don't get the decision. Think, Let's go back. Well, we all like Batman. Excuse me. We all like Batman for uh, Batman Returns, right? You know who didn't mm-hmm. like Batman Returns? mcdonald's yes yeah and then they made make batman forever worked right but they just batman forever as much as we dogged on it was better than this right so they just yes they tried to crank out a quicker version of batman and robin to make mcdonald's happy and then that didn't work either because nobody wants to buy the happy meal associated with the movie that nobody likes right yeah. and this movie was reviled but it wasn't like because sometimes movies come out and they make a lot and people like in time look back on them as poorly no this thing got a bad reputation moment one like the yeah. second it was out everybody's like this sucks right and it like blindsided warner because warner is constantly blindsided by the people's reactions to the movies it's like they focus test this stuff and then they're still like how do people hate this movie like it's been like this for 25 years they're they're never it feels like they're it feels like it's a kind of studio run by you know, um, run by Morons. those apps. Morons. I was say, what about those apps that like ask you <laughs> find all the pick, find all the bicycles in this picture? Like it seems like that's how they focus test their movies, and then they're like shocked when people hate them. I think the the other aspect to it is is that this is the fourth movie in a series where it was like we got the '89 Batman, and people were like, oh, they're finally taking Batman serious. You know, I mean, I know it's campy when you look back on other movies that have been made now, but like at the time it was like, oh, this is great. It was a phenomenon. And then Batman Returns still, you know, taking it serious. And then it was like Warner Brothers was like, oh, we got to make, we got to sell toys. We got to make stockholders happy. So let's make crap. You know who wasn't happy with this? People who had stock in Time Warner. I know because they made crap because thinking, oh, we have to sell toys. That's yeah. an excuse from people who don't know how to make good movies, right? It's like, well, I had to sell toys. You know, movies sold a lot of toys. Star Wars did it. <laughs> like that's why that excuse. And I hear that from like the oh, John Peters just wanted us to sell toys. Hey, man, George Lucas sold a shit ton of toys. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> George Lucas loved selling toys. You know what? Yes, he also he made did. some pretty good movies. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> and and let's not forget with the new Batman. So this may be a sign of it uh, going down the same path. Is of course you can get the Little Caesars bat tampon pizza. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Look I that have. Up. Oh, that, is, that has bat become tampon. that has become memed within the last couple of weeks. And I'm I'm glad you mentioned it because I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about this. It is the least appetizing, stupidly cut pizza one has ever seen. Which just makes you wonder what the hell they do with the rest of the pizza that they cut off. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like a pizza with like four bites taken out of it in the shape of a maxi pad with wings supposed to be a bad they don't they don't cut it that way it comes pre-made that way oh okay i didn't realize that That they literally take it out of a freezer and throw it in nice the batman pizzas not the hot reddies they actually roll those and do all that but the batman pizzas come pre-made just so you know those hot and reddies taste way better than they should by the way i i gotta tell you not my favorite pizza but not bad. I just can't get past tampon pizza. <laughs> That's accurate. That's what it looks like. 
that's what it looks like it's yeah when you're my age you're familiar with you know because i remember being like 20 like i'll never go buy tampons or anything for my wife but now it's you know oh honey yep what was it the pearls or the maxi what right Uh, the super the extra super with wings my wife buys that shit on amazon we buy this shit on amazon so i'm luckily i don't have oh you're so smart i have to facetime her in walmart like an asshole Yep. Like, are these the ones? No, next shelf down. Are these the ones? No, to the right. Do oh, you need Jesus it with there. extra flow, honey? Extra flow? No. no, my wife's like, we'll get that shit on Amazon. Free shipping. Got Prime. I just tell her that I'm just going to get her a roll of paper towels and call it a day. Oh, boy. She didn't like that. Yeah, I, I imagine. <laughs> boy, this stuff. I was tempted. It was cheaper. <laughs> what did you expect? We're here doing Batman and Robin. There's no reason. Right. There's nothing good. There's yeah. nothing like. Okay, Ray says this isn't Ray. I get where Ray's coming from. He likes he he enjoys schlock. Which again, I grew up on, yeah. on Super Scary Saturdays on TBS, watching Grandpa Al introduce me to uh, old horror movies. So I get it. I like crappy movies too. But like, there's not much to this, and that's the thing. It's like even in the even in Batman Forever, we could talk about Nicole Kidman's horrible performance right we could talk about yeah. how uh you know if tommy lee jones had taken this a little more seriously maybe we could have gotten a different movie like there's like there's elements of cinema we can talk about with that movie you can't with this one like they're just right. not there right like i like like i said there's no real dialogue there's nothing no. to, there's nothing salvageable other no. than the bits and pieces of the mr free story that but they stole that from the heart of ice. So they did like, yeah. I, I believe that if an editor went in and cut out some of the stupider stuff in Batman for mm-hmm. Batman forever, you could have a better movie. Like I, you would maybe wouldn't something that I would particularly love, but I think there's a decent movie in there. If you cut a lot of the, the, the crap out, I don't think you yeah. can say that with this one. I got a question. Mr. Freeze's wife was in that container filled with, you know, whatever liquid that was in there with the ice crystals and whatever in it, she was frozen, but she didn't have any breathing apparatus on. Not so at all. She, so I'm thinking maybe she had that shit from uh what was it called Leviathan? Not Leviathan. Oh, uh, uh, Abyss. Yeah, the Abyss. They're uh, all the same. So it was like that liquid that you that you can. It's like what babies have inside the womb, mm-hmm. so they don't drown. It, it, yeah. So maybe yeah, it was that. Food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of questions. Kind of like the back to. T- That's what I was about to say. It's back to. There you go. Well, you he know, has I heard that thing. the. He does. But, you know, I heard that the original sequel uh, to the original Star Wars was actually supposed to be a movie about the Empire finding a large reserve of Bacta, and they were just going to call it Empire Strikes Bacta, but uh, they scrapped that. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) That isn't true. That podcast. (sighs) I know. That's meant to be a bad joke. That's why it's funny. It's a that's a Batman and Robin joke I've never heard of. One. <laughs> yes, you too can win an Oscar, apparently. Yes, 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 yes. That's humor like that. Oh man. So what the hell do we do now? What do we do now? Well, I mean, like we, cry. we, we huddle all, together. I, I did that. We hold did each that. other and say it'll be okay. I did that beforehand. Um no, so we last dragon, doing... Highlander. Let's do something God, like I love, halfway. I love the last dragon. That is can I just say can I just say something in case anybody from Amazon or Tubi or anybody out there that puts up the Highlander 2 poster on their you know the tab that you pick to watch the movie can you please fix it motherfuckers it says Higlander (laughs) please for the love of God fix it it's on Amazon is it the regular or renegade version I don't really care. It's just fucking Higlander. Okay. It blows my mind. You sure it's not a porno I, like or something? No. <laughs> no, I, I didn't know about that one. I'd rather watch the porn than the anything with Highlander. Highlander 2? Yeah, Highlander 2 is pretty awful. We could continue down the, the DC 
Batman path and well, we could Batman do Batman. Begins. We could do Batman Begins, or we could do something completely different. Mask of the Phantasm. We do Mask of the Phantasm. That's a good movie. Mm. We could go back and do Batman the movie. <laughs> I'm camped out, Dave. I'm camped out. I cannot do another campy Batman movie. Right, that's the one where he like runs around with the bomb. Some days you can't get rid yeah. of the bomb. Joker's shark in repellent. the water. Joker shark falls repellent, off the, baby. Yeah, shark repellent. Lee Joker Mary falls Weather. off the submarine, but his hair is completely dry. Lee Merriweather's the worst Catwoman on screen, even worse than Halle Berry. Yeah. Yes. How's that possible? But oh, again, possible. she's just bland, boring. But that was camp done to be campy like right. it was done on purpose it's this was funny. also done on purpose but again it was like 1997 when world really like in the late 60s like pop art was a big thing and camp was like cool in 1997 it really wasn't no all right that mask of what, about, what about blade i'm what about blade? blade we're over here talking such good things about blade you know the yeah. first r-rated oh, marvel got my movie. favorite line of any movie some motherfuckers was trying to ice skate uphill yes I yep i use that every day Love that line. You know, I, I like that chronologically because this movie really, that move, this one we hear really brought things down, right? And Blade right. is like, Blade is like the awakening. It's like the Renaissance coming out of the Dark Ages. Yeah, but they went two steps forward to take two steps back when they, they put out Fantastic take... Four and <laughs> Catwoman. And... Yes, but at the same time, we were also getting like the, the X-Men movies, which, you know, may be dated, but the first two are pretty good. The first, like the first two, Spider, they're pretty good. Like they're getting yeah. better. Right, like they're all—all all those movies are still better than Batman and Robin. Like they're trying. The first Fantastic Four, I think, is okay. I don't think it's awful. I don't think it's great, but I don't think it's awful. Maybe I'm alone in that. Like I said, two steps. It was cool steps. until we realized what the fuck they were going to do with Galactus. That, yeah, that, that, agreed. Agreed. That's where the that's which where is the at the very end of the movie. So it really doesn't do anything to the movie. You're just like, oh, you fucking kidding so, me. Here's, what's bad about that is Warren Ellis gave us a version of Galactus in the Ultimate Universe. It was basically yes. like a fleet, right? Yeah. Of like drones. That's what we got. It's it's okay. It's not my personal favorite version of Galactus because you know they were worried about people not being able to take the movie with the guy on fire and the rock dude seriously. So yeah. they couldn't give us <laughs> they couldn't give us a Jack Kirby creation. They had to give us the fart cloud. You know. Yes. The cheap ass fart cloud. Cheap ass fart cloud. The first his first appearance on screen. Yes. So yeah, um, I would be down. I would totally be down to talk about Blade. Blade's a great movie. All right. Maybe we get John to watch that. You know, since he was avoided this episode. John's I mean, a big anime fan, so I would love to hear. Yeah, what he won't watch it unless there's pirates running around trying to be the king of pirates. He doesn't have time. I don't even get that. Oh, it's One Piece because oh, okay. he's committed to the whole thousand episode bullshit that he's going through right now. He is doing a that. Late, I don't, late, I don't late know. Crisis. Every, every time he talks about One Piece, I. I think fried chicken for some reason. So that's all I ever have in my head. <laughs> one piece of fried chicken? Like a, like a two-piece meal or a three-piece meal? John's got the one piece. I just, I don't know. Make I've never seen the show, so that's all I have. Is he getting a breast or a thigh? I can't make for fun John? of John. He's Neither. not here. It's not fair. He's it's never like going to listen. This is like if Mike Tyson fought an infant. This is great. Oh, can just Mitch pound Green. on him all day. No one's going to say <laughs> like, like when he fought Mitch Blood Green. That was pretty similar. <laughs> I I could never make fun of John. And I love it's John. Oh, I love John, but I really cannot think about the whole Brony thing. I can't. I have to put it out of my head. Did you listen, I, you listen to last week's show? I did. I did. I, did. I, did. I was driving uh, when I did it. I almost had to play. Like you guys are so merciful for that. How he does not get eviscerated on a weekly basis. I love John. I, I mean, like, because he's so passionate about it. He's so he passionate is. about it. He's rave. Okay, like, do you watch Teen Titans Go? You have little kids. 
Yeah, I yeah, watch yeah. it as an adult. What are you talking? Right, about? it's fantastic. Teen Titans Go is fantastic, but he's like Raven with the uh, the pretty pretty princess thing, which is basically My Little Pony. Like he's so, it's such a bright spot in his the, world that I can't I can't shit on it. You know? Yeah, there was a, I there know was, there was something that I couldn't include in social media madness because he wasn't here this week. But uh, someone take some cheap shots and shot for the Brody someone stuff. Someone, yes, yes, yes. Joey from So Wizard. Oh. <laughs> Please save it oh, next that, week when Chad's oh. back. Yes, I'm, I'm saving it. Yes. <laughs> are you Are you talking about the the meme that he put in the chat? The the video of the of yes. the brony girl yes. freaking out. Oh my god, so good. I died. Please save that, please. Please save that for next week. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it is. It is. It's so funny because the person in the video is being serious, but it is what you most people think a brony actually is yeah it's mind. almost like it's it's the equivalent of, uh equivalent of uh leave britney alone you leave britney alone it's kind of like that but the brony version yes yeah. <laughs> talking about it like that bad. wrestling fan who's crying like it's real to me dude, that, guy, that guy follows me on twitter oh my like, god and he I, I was like i thought it was a gag at first right because yeah. i saw that guy's face so i clicked on it to look at it and he's like all about it that it's him and there's all kinds of other pictures and videos i'm like that guy is totally steered into his like 15 minutes of fame and i'm like you yeah. know what he owns it 15 I, minutes it's been like 15 years it what really has been like 15 years so i yeah. followed him back and he's actually a really nice guy on twitter so i was like all right i'll do but this it's to him. what you do to your buddy oh my god and that wrestler that was there, oh my god! How, it, it, was, oh. it was Jim Cornette and uh, somebody else, but uh, from NWA was there. I can't. Yeah, I know, and and you know Jim Cornette will just rip uh, laughing his ass off. Probably oh, Jim Cornette is the one of the most sadistic human beings in the world, especially when it comes to people he thinks are stupid and doesn't like. So yeah. it's hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah, I love right. what he has to say about Vince Russo, though. That's that's, that's the, comedy. That's the best. Like the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries, where he talks about the cease and desist and how uh, he he'd rather urinate on him. It's just he's gonna piss on his grave so, or something like that. It's the best. All right. So final question: Gun to your head. So, you have to watch Batman and Robin or Superman four. Superman four all day, twice Sunday. Absolutely. Batman and Robin. Wow. Okay, Superman three. Superman three. Oh, Fuck. Okay. Uh, can I just <laughs> cat vomit? Can I get out of it? There was things I, I would, liked. I would Superman three. Can I, I would choose Batman and Robin over that. I'm alone on this island. I would watch Superman three again over. I would watch Richard Pryor ski down a cocaine uh, mountain. I would watch him become a computer genius. <laughs> They're on equally ma- bad. On a match. On a matchbook. On yeah, a match you know, book. I think I do think that's a fair comparison. Actually, I do think they are equally bad. There's a lot more money being spent on Batman. I mean, the villains are the same. You got you know a really what? Pretty accurate. I'll go to Pretty Superman accurate. three. I will go to Superman three on it because again, I think about this movie. It's called Batman and Robin. Yet Batman and Robin are fucking at each other's throats the whole movie, and literally there are fucking fight scenes where Batman and Robin are kicking butt, but you can't see them because they're in the shadow. And everything else in the background is lit up. So what at least with choices? Superman 3, when Superman's on screen, hey, there's Superman. He may be fighting an immobile computer, um, but what nonetheless, the there's Superman. About? What are you talking about? That that fight scene in the very beginning where they're playing hockey with the giant gem? Oh, man, that's gold right, right there. When, 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 when Iceman or when uh, Mr. Freeze's scheme is let's 
lure Batman into a rocket on the back of my truck. We'll shoot it up into space. Now, yes, I have 30 seconds where I could just shoot him with my fucking freeze gun, but instead I'll just freeze his hand so I can monologue as I jump out and do my special glider wings, which will give Robin and Batman enough time to regroup and then somehow defeat me just by crashing through the window of my truck. I have a theory on this scene. I have a question on this scene. Freeze wanted to get caught. Yeah, he probably he did. Wanted to and I'm it, was the only, it was the only it was the only way that we he were wanted getting to get the, talk making shit. It, 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 no, it was the only way we were getting the two face and Riddler costumes. The Easter egg when they're in the the changing room or whatever. With, right. With yeah, yeah. You're right. Yes. Right. And he he wanted yes he wanted to meet Jesse Ventura. He wanted to meet the um future was, governor of Minnesota. See, and, see, uh, that was a later scene though that he got caught. That was the at the observatory. So my question is actually, God, how did he yeah. how, how yeah. get the fucking car on the roof? Like that, it was on the top floor of that ballroom because they or went they because they went onto the statue, right? Or am I thinking of another shitty scene? They drove off the statue. There was a chase scene. They drove they drove off a like a overpass onto the statue, jumped off the arm, and then landed on the roof of another building. Because somehow the biggest car in the whole movie, hey, the tumbler you know, did it, clears the can clear the gaps the tumbler did it just saying this was the prelude to the tumbler jd you look sad he's got nothing i hate this got him. so much all right i think uh i think <laughs> i think that's a good place to end this conversation because it's bad well did we all enjoy batgirl um just kind of you know doing the whole making fun of man and no, no. i'm gonna do the way how do we like that I, 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 she doesn't need to be the men always have to do the hard way this move this movie killed her career right because she was like one of the fastest up-and-coming stars in hollywood and she does batman and robin she was what happened after she couldn't even get a sitcom yeah yeah you're right what did she make after this movie? uh Not voice much. acting roles very small roles commercials um and that's just to keep her insurance up in the guild that's what I'm saying. Like this movie, yeah. this movie destroyed her career because, like I said, those Aerosmith movies. She was in the Crush with with Carrie Elwes, which oh, this is a God, great movie. Yes, was she? Oh. Did Chris O'Donnell do anything movie, after this movie? He's got a TV uh, show, but it took him a while to get it. This didn't. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, we didn't line. see him. No, he's Teflon. This well, he actually had his heart yeah. attack shortly after this. So he did. And then the George Clooney was on ER, and then Oceans. Um, he, he struggled. A bit, he struggled a bit till Out of Sight came. About two years later, after Out of Sight comes out, is when Clooney's movie career really kind of kicks. But this didn't so help see. She, anybody. Two years after this, she was in uh, Blast from the Past. That movie with uh, oh hell yeah, Brendan Fraser. That oh, movie, love that movie. Box office failure and a piece of crap wow really <laughs> she was in scooby-doo 2 james right. gunn's scooby-doo 2 was that james gunn mm-hmm. scooby-doo oh, 1 was james gunn i'm not sure i assume gunn had something to do with scooby-doo 2 oh, she was in tropic thunder as herself that's 2006 2008 what oh okay i'm even later that's a decade now that's a decade after Wh- who was she yeah but uh, whatever yeah i no. bet you she's fat now no, she's she, not actually. She's no, not hold on. Fat. I'm actually looking it up right now. She, actually, she looks pretty decent. Um, she I have this infatuation with like celebrities that get like fatter. I don't know. It's just it's a no. weird thing to admit. Dude, but like on, I like fat on, Marie Osmond. She looks like great. fat Demi Lovato. That's weird, man. <laughs> I know it point, is. It, it, it is has weird. 3.9 million followers on TikTok. 
and she embraces all of her old characters. She puts on some of the old costumes that she had, but I haven't seen one with the Batgirl costume, but I'm clueless. That that. She doesn't fit in the Batgirl because she's talked about, like she, she talked about how uh, people called her fat on the set of Batman, which is ridiculous. It was probably Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could be. I don't think he worked on it, but I bet he just showed up to do it. Yeah, he Fuck just showed up guy. for lunch. Um, Schumacher. So... Who's the fat bitch over there? I can't Who's believe that ass. Yeah. <laughs> all right, he's a piece of shit. Oh my god! All right, all right. Fire. <laughs> I'm gonna end her fucking career. <laughs> Let's. Uh... Really pisses me off that he made my second favorite X Men run. I just. I know. I like right, the let... Avengers too. Like I can never be like, hey everyone, this Joss Whedon. No, can never. It's got us. No, no. Just introduce him to Grant Morrison. That's weird. <laughs> it's a really weird run. All right. Let's wrap this puppy up. Uh, anyone got any recommendations for our audience out there? JD, come back to me. <laughs> I got it. I got this one. I got this one. All right. All right. All right. All right. So what you guys want to do is you want to go on your phone or your TV or wherever you get apps, right? And you want to download a thing called Dark Matter TV. If you like schlock, like love schlock, I swear to God, just scroll for an hour. You'll be adding things for hours and days. They have TV shows and movies. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. I love it. And I think that everybody should enjoy it because I'm going to be pulling a lot of content from that app. So (laughs) doing a lot of watch alongs with that crap. So, yeah, everybody needs to get Dark Matter TV. It's absolutely free. It has commercials, I think. I don't know. Maybe. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. All right. Don, you got any recommendations? I recommend that if you're a Star Wars fan that hasn't watched Clone Wars or Rebels, that you step your game up and watch those two series and then come back and watch the Book of Boba Fett stuff again, and you'll enjoy it a lot more. And that way I'll also stop looking down on you, which I do. I look down on you. This is not true. Do not believe this man. What he's speaking Um, is lies because I never saw Rebels. I watched a lot. uh, Most I watched about ninety eight percent of the Clone Wars, and I still love Book of Boba Fett. So do not believe this. Well, that's good. (laughs) Well, you'll love it even more. Wait till Ezra shows up. You won't even. You'll be way more excited. You Plus, you can see what a what a true badass Cad Bane is. I mean, Mace Windu, Anakin, Obi Wan all tried to, to get into his mind, and he forced them all back out. They couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't fight Cad Bane. He held his own against Obi Wan. He's amazing. He's going to be a great character. Well, and what's going to be interesting is that young Boba Fett was part of Cad Bane's crew uh, yeah. back in the Clone Wars. So we'll see that dichotomy as well. And um, yeah. So that's what I recommend. All right, JD, do you think I got of nothing? Nothing. You got nothing. He recommends that you go and watch Batman and Robin streaming now on Hulu and soon to be HBO Max. Watch it in 4K high definition so you can see every glimmering bat nipple and buttocks. <laughs> do, that. do that to yourself back here, and make sure that you have your your uh, <laughs> 8.1 surround sound on so that you can hear every creak and cranny of Mister White Christmas. In high definition. <laughs> All the puns. Uh, I will recommend that you, you chill. Go to, you go to com where you can find the podcast every week. So links to all our social media at the top of the page. And of course, comic book reviews by our good friend D Square. And um, I recommend you avoid Batman and Robin at all costs. If you've never seen it, you're lucky. <laughs> Got this that was JD's recommendation. <laughs> I have bad recommendations all the time. 
<laughs> and uh and then get caught up on blade it's a better movie and we will be talking about that if not wait next week very soon so on that note as always thanks for listening and don't let your cape get caught in the door have a good one. and always winterize your pipes <laughs>